This episode of Sweet Jesus Radio is sponsored by Station Recreation, the e-cigarette authority of the El Paso area. Sweet Jesus Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio, coming to you from the Ninja Hideout. Very special guest in the house tonight. Got my boy, Far Beyond, who is, again, uh, his his words, interdisciplinary hip-hop artist, MC, uh, photographer. We'll get into all the other ones as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Again, here he is. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Doing very good. Thanks for having me. In from out of town. How's your day so far, man? Yo, man, the, the day started early. You know, really? Damn. I was up at four in the morning. Jesus, why, why is that? I, I think it, it's probably just uh, a little bit of jet lag, but also my body gets in this rhythm when I'm working on on a lot of different projects. It's like I work nice. from the hours of four to like six. So you also have the time difference too. Yeah, Your no, because no, no, no. yeah, yeah. you're on the East Coast. Yeah, so that's yeah. two hours. Yeah, and I'm 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 planning this tour overseas next month. So, you know, four o'clock in the morning here is technically what twelve o'clock. Oh man! With promoters that I'm talking noon overseas, overseas. Okay, we'll definitely get into that yeah. into that too, man. So again, for the listeners, I'm gonna try things a little different this time. I was also explaining to Far Beyond here, we're gonna go ahead and promote as far as our Twitters, Facebooks, and all that, plus any upcoming events. Do it first, just uh, for those listeners who may not always listen all the way through and don't get to catch that at the end. So from my end, uh, again, uh, we got a couple events coming up. Everybody knows I'm from, uh, I represent I.I. Promotions and I.I. Productions, but I'm also in a crew called Beats Nonstop. And we have an event October 4th. We got a, a freaking super famous, super popular DJ, especially in that scene. Uh, we got Koyu from uh, Spain, I believe, at the Garden downtown Union, uh, what is it called? Union Plaza, October 4th. So be on the lookout for that. You'll see me promoting that on Facebook a lot too. And you can get your tickets on Eventbrite. So it's Koyu, C-O-Y-U. The other events that I am uh, indirectly involved in, but uh, always uh, showing love to my two zany brothers from Albuquerque and also eye-to-eye promotions on the, on the assist there as well. We got Brother Ali coming October 11th, Home Away From Home Tour, special guest Bamboo and DJ Last Word. Hosted by Mally. That's October 11th at Sector 7, all ages, which means it's going to start early and end early. So get your tickets, but also show up early. Uh, again, it's not like other shows. We're going to end it before midnight because of the all ages. Okay, so there's that. And that be pretty much it on my end. You already know where to find me. I mean, you can just search Sweet Jesus Radio through SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff, Stitcher.com. How about you, uh, Far Beyond? You know, uh, I came in really just to uh, chill with the family, but I was blessed to uh, link up with the uh, Bob Dwyer Open Mic Series. Nice. So I'll be uh, featuring there on Saturday, uh, this upcoming Saturday, that is uh, the 27th. Uh, that kicks off at 8.30. It's free. And that's at the Rock House Cafe and Gallery. What um, is it? All know, ages, like, 21 and over? Do you know? 18 uh, and up? I do not know. Not sure? Okay, cool. Well, you can look it up on the uh, obviously on Facebook or anywhere else on, on the internet, yeah. guys. Uh, barbed wire open mic series. Shout out to them. I've been out to a couple of the open mics and stuff like that. Uh, who's running that now? Is it still Rob Nice or is it uh, Richie? Uh, it's it's uh, Richie. Rich, yeah. yeah Richie, Shout Richie out to Richie as well. Yeah, I actually uh, no bumped into him uh, about a week ago or two ago. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, okay, awesome. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. Yeah, so man. Let's again, do this. Let's uh, fuck yeah, man. Again, glad to have you in from out of town. Okay, but actually, wait, wait, wait can yeah, I start with it? absolutely. Woke up today in the early morn to the ring of my phone. Who could it be? What do you know? Was my homie Doug from the action crew? I met him back in the day, and he was cousin too. He said, Got a call from Julio up on 42nd. He likes the mics when you check it. I remember that cat when I first hit the city, always doing his thing on the grind, on the gritty. He's looking for someone to do a job. The gig doesn't pay much, but says the crowd will be hot. You say word, word, real, that's true. See you later, count me in till then a lot to do. Wash the haze away, get out of bed, send some emails. Online promotion, hit the pedals for a derail. Take a shower real quick to get dressed. Out the door by seven, catch the train, what's next? Lines written, my shield and crest. Rhyme spitting, relay, confess. My rhythm, convey, contest. My decision, the frame, what's next? Yeah, wow, okay. There, that was a pleasant surprise, guys. And, and I always make MCs uh, spit at the end, but 
I just figured I'd drop it on me in the beginning. No, man, you know, we just got to. No, I might start doing that too when I have MCs because I have different kinds of guests on here. But hell yeah, man. It's good to get that energy. That was dope. That was dope, man. Let me go ahead and also turn off my freaking phone here. My bad, listeners. I forgot to lower the volume at the very least. And on my computer, because I believe I have like three or four chat sessions going at the same time here and it makes this fucking Facebook sound. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Awesome, man. Thanks for the fucking verse there. No, no, no. Uh, Okay, so let's see here. From El Paso. Yeah. Yeah, and you've moved around, lived in a couple places, man. Let's talk about that first. Let's say, kind of give us a little bit of your background from here. Yeah, yeah. But also... I think you lived in Phoenix and then now Brooklyn, right? Yeah, so So. I was born and raised here in El Paso, uh, you know, youngest of six down off Delta, Encino Drive, big up to Clardy Fox, Henderson Mill School. Um, And I was the youngest of six, but the next one close to me is five years away. Hmm. So by the time I entered high school, I was kind of like, you know, All all by myself. And it was a blessing in many ways because my parents were also like, yo, man, we've seen it all. We know you're going to Juarez. We know, yeah. we know it all. So just, <laughs> they're like, don't lie to us. So, you know, I had a really, I've, I've always had a great relationship with, with my parents, you know. The, nice. Um, so I went to a cathedral high school. All, right, uh, was, all, right. all my brothers went there, although I was the only one who went off four years. My parents worked two jobs each just mm. to send me there. Um, and then from there, I was able to uh, head to D.C. I went to school in Washington, D.C. Uh, oh. I attended Georgetown University. Nice. Um, and I right used after, to follow their basketball program. Sh- I, I still do. They break my heart. They uh, break my heart. That's not, that's not the, the glory days anymore. Huh? Uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, we've got we've got a good we've got a good coach, a good vision. It's just, you know, it's all about talent, man, you know. I was there when Iverson was there. So, oh, for real? Yeah, no, I had, season, yeah. I had season tickets and all. So, Hell yeah, dude. You know, we were going every single game. And I remember the last game we lost in the tournament to Mass- yeah, to UMass. And everyone on, on the TV and radio was like, oh, is he going to go to the pros? And that next day, he drove into the school with a Jaguar. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's going to the pros. Yeah, he's going to the pros. <laughs> um, so went to school in D.C. And then right after, I did Teach for America. Uh, which is a AmeriCorps program where, you know, I committed two years of my life to teaching. Mm. Um, it was a good opportunity because I still didn't know what, what I wanted yeah. to do with my life. I was just like, yo, man, I'm 21, 22 years old. Like, yeah. I don't know what's Super going young. on. So it was a nice little safety net that included a full salary for a year, you know, and benefits. That works. That works. It was really good. So, um, and, and my life kind of changed after that because I really fell in love with youth development and then the community work. And I'm sure we'll get into it, but you know, a lot of oh, yeah. the work that I do revolves around that. So I lived in uh, Phoenix for two years, Phoenix, the Mesa Tempe area. Um, and then I'd been dating this girl who's now my wife, but at the time I'd been dating her for nine months. I thought we were expiration dating. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's done. Cool. Peace. And she's like, nah, 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 nah. we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to give this a shot. So it's like, cool. We'll do that. So we did long distance for one year, and then I just met my homies who were starting to throw, who were doing doing hip hop out there. You know, Universatile Music, uh, the Blow Up Co op, uh, you know, my homies Foundation and the Blunt Club Cats mm. out in in the Tempe area. And I was like, Yo, man, like I've got to stay and and work on this. So I, I worked on my first record, our second year of of long distance mm. relationship dating. Um, and then after that, I moved to New York, and I've been there now for, I guess I'm going on my 13th or 14th year. Damn, it's already been that long. Yeah, no, it's been a long time, man. Woo, they old. say it takes 10 years to become a New Yorker. and uh, So you're official now, huh? Well, you know, when I come here, it reminds me that I don't have to go all the time. Because like, <laughs> there, it's like all the time, fast, 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 fast run, fast run, pace. run. You know, People say New Yorkers are rude, and it's not that they're rude. It's just they're in a rush. And uh, they'll help you out, but they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Make get out. Quick, like, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. What do you need? Quick. <laughs> so, how y'all, man? How y'all? Shit, I, I have yet to get out there, but I, it's on my bucket list. Well, I'll tell you what, man. You have a you have a nice futon in Brooklyn waiting. Hell for yeah, you, man. Right? Shoot, get to know, man. We need a place to stay. So. Hell yeah. Well, cool, man. Like I said, as I said earlier, the uh, interdisciplinary yeah. uh, aspects. Of, of your whole persona there. Let's go ahead and talk about that if you want. If you can kind of go into what inspired you to get into each of those disciplines, or yeah. or you know who, who you know, uh, man, how you got I, into it totally. in general. 
I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm an artist. Yeah. And, you know, and I always say that uh, as an artist, I'm a performer, practitioner, and custodian of the craft and culture. Um, and sometimes I can't sit down and just write a song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the words don't come out. But I can pick up a camera and, and capture something. And sometimes the camera doesn't work. But, you know, I can use another one of my artistic outlets to express yeah. myself. You got the singing, the beatboxing. The singing. I, I do a little beatbox here and there. I'm working yeah. on it, you know. More so for holding down ciphers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think over the last three or four years, I really hit a stride on trying to bring them all kind of together a little bit. And, you know, using this term interdisciplinary, it's like, well, is that hip-hop? Well, it is, man. Hip-hop is interdisciplinary, man. Like, you know. It's like you got Absolutely. all the elements, yeah. you know, and, and the best hip hop jams are those where all the elements are rocking in the cypher, giving and taking, and everyone's working off that, that improv energy. Hell yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I know I've been blessed to, to have these talents and, and just been able to, as I tell, cause I work with a lot of young people, as I tell them, it's like hip hop pays my bills. Yeah. The art pays Hell my yeah, bills. Man. I just have to be Renaissance with my approach on how on yeah. how I make money so I can pay my bills. Hell yeah, man! So, how, but it's been specifically the MC part. How did, how did you yeah, get no. That? What inspired so, you? So, I mean, I part? really, you know, growing up, I was always into music. Music is my heart. Like, I mean, I, well, two things. One, in the church, I used to be a lector. I would read. So, mm. I mean, I remember being very young, you know, ten, eleven, and reading at church, and you know. Oh, ladies, abuelitas would come and be like, ay, mijo, <laughs> you know, you're so cute, like the word. And I just, it was it, interesting to me to see how, not even my own words, yeah. but, you know, imbibing the room with a spirit through words could affect people's energy. Yeah. So that just always stuck with me. And, you know, I, I did the choir. And uh, I would, when I was young, I used to get like songs I really liked and would change the word. Hmm. <laughs> put, put like kind of my little references like in there yeah or do, do little remixes um and then when i went off to school i really got into poetry so i, I studied poetry in college uh, that was my main focus it was like writing a writing degree um so i kind of went more through the literary aspect you know doing a lot of reading a lot of poetry uh hip-hop came to me a little bit later you know like for me hip-hop was you know, the two hours that, you know, Yo MTV Raps was on. Oh, right, and, right, right, right. And, Hell yeah. And, you know, I mean, I obviously I knew, like, you know, Run DMC and Aerosmith. Like, there, there's things that I was aware of growing up here in El Paso. But I was, you know, I had no idea what graffiti That's culture was. Like going deeper. Or what, like, yeah. you know, b-boying culture was. Yeah. Um, it And it took me... You know, really, once I was old enough, you know, because you get old enough to decide, well, where do I want to invest my time? Yeah. Then you're hanging out with people who are part of the culture. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's bigger than music. It's oh, yeah. bigger than, you know, it's not rap. just rap music, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a culture, it's a movement. Oh, uh, yeah, hell yeah. You know, so, so yeah, emceeing is, and, and I, you know, I, like I say, I came through the poetry route, but, you know, I was blessed right away to kind of like have a way with words. So I just started really writing. I would say... You know, I, I put out my first record in 2001 um, nice. and have consistently kind of dropped music. You know, I, I've released a five independent records. Nice, nice. A uh, couple with a crew called The Third Party I used to rock with. You know, still nice. homies, big up to Hired Gun and Rabbi Darkside out there. Um, but yeah, man, you know, like it'll always come back, I think, to the MC for me and to the oh, singing. Yeah. That's like the main, yeah, the main shit yeah, that, yeah. that you do. How about the photography, man? How'd you get into that? You know, I got into photography, I think in college, I took my first black and white photography course. It was a film course. And I was pretty good at it. And then I took a break and then uh, came across a digital camera a year, like, you know, three or four years later and really got into it. And over my life, I've taken breaks, but I would say back in, let's see, I I got like an official camera hmm. probably about six or seven years ago. And I started really getting into shooting and i was on tour overseas and i left my camera on the plane oh man Fuck. oh Gosh. it was horrible it was horrible right and i, I was kind of taking it seriously but not really and you know long story short uh i was at rock the bells in governor's island new york and i had these roadie oh. passes oh, so shit. i was getting like access to everything and i remember sitting there in the pit this had to have been like <laughs> three years ago and i was just like 
uh, you know what? I'm going to get a camera. Okay. And I busted my ass. And sure enough, I hooked up a gig that, you know, I was like, well, how much is that going to pay? All right. That's everything I need to get my equipment. So about three years ago, I like secured the current kit I'm working with, you know, Canon 60D. And uh, yeah, I'm blessed to just have access to a lot of cool spaces and people trust, trust me. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah. You know, because part part of it is like you know, Gordon Gordon uh, uh, Gordon Parks talks about like you know, one of the never forget your relationship with your subject. The subject's the most important thing. As a photographer, the moment you think that you're bigger than the subject, <laughs> then you've lost it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because that subjects are the ones who who open their lives to you. Absolutely. So you know, I, I'm 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 around a lot of ciphers, a lot of jams, a lot of hip hop shows. So that's. Kind of the main focus of my work, nice, you know, the culture. Nice. Do you have a separate page for that or? Um, Farbeyondphoto.com. All right, all right, all right. Um, and, you know, you can see a lot of my work. Uh, you know, what kind of reminds me of, because I listen to a lot of podcasts too. Uh, obviously, that's kind of how I got into this, by listening to a bunch of other ones. But they had a uh, homie, uh, D-Nice on there. Yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah, He's a photographer now and yeah. a DJ and stuff like that, you know, whereas before he was. Obviously, back in his early days, was an MC. But well, I'll tell you what, man. I think part of it is also like, as the technology has changed, people uh, they're looking for something authentic. Yeah. And you know, it's one thing to go to a show and see everyone with their camera phones. You yeah, know, like, oh, yeah, put it away, man. Like, yeah. be present. It's a little. But nice. I also think that everyone, you know, if we don't document and tell our own stories, yeah. either no one will or someone will, and they'll fuck it up. That's kind yeah, of right, all, right. one of the purposes of the podcast in general, yeah. too. This one here, uh, yeah. But if you ever, if you ever get a chance, you know, look up. It was on the Combat Jack Show, man, which is like a popular kind of hip hop based yeah. podcast. And D Nice was on there. Him, him, it was more like I don't remember all the details of how he got into, it, but it's more because the music wasn't paying no more, and no, nobody wanted. He couldn't get a deal, so he was looking for other ways to make money. Yeah, and kind man. of. Uh, I think it was Chris Lighty that was like, I think it was him that kind of told him. He looked at some of the photos he had taken, just kind of fucking around he's like hey you're pretty good like yeah. uh, come with me to africa or some shit he, he took him just like on a just like on a fucking chance taking a chance uh, on him and, and then man. he just fell in love with it that now would he's be like the dream he's you a know, professional like, photographer now i would i would i mean there's many dreams i yeah. i'm i live i live <laughs> right. for dreams Multiple but the dream like i i think of like you know muhammad ali right yeah it's like his brother had his own personal photographer it's like yeah. what yeah. You know, that that like getting that that gig where it's like yo your job is just to hang around me oh, yeah. and like take photos of somebody like oh. either yeah. a person that has of that stature or like an event or something like that. I have a, like, a one time. of my mentors is this cat Joe Conzo. Uh, He's a he, photographer. Oh yeah, I mean you got to check out Joe Conzo. Big ups to Joe motherfucking Conzo. Shout out to Joe Conzo. He took he I mean he's rock steady crew. Oh, uh, he's down with Bambada. He took hip-hop's baby photos like Fuck he's yeah. best friends with you know with he's best friends with the cat starting the culture and his mom just believed well, let's keep him off the streets final camera here's a camera <laughs> he's like we have two restrooms you can turn one of those restrooms into a dark room whatever the fuck <laughs> and uh and you know it's like looking at his work just reminds me it's like okay i've got a long ways to go yeah but, but it's about the journey start so, somewhere man so it's okay it's okay fuck yeah man shit well, let's talk about. You tell me if uh, some, I know you got a couple, a few, a lot of things going on. Yeah. But which ones are still in effect and which yeah. ones are not? But the one I was again, this is a little bit of an impromptu thing we got going on here today, listeners. So I did my research a little bit. But uh, the hip hop reeducation yeah, project is man. that still in effect? Is that still going? What is it exactly? Yes. How did you start it? Get into Can I get it? An all amen. That? Yeah. Um, amen. Yeah, reed. So. Um, Let's see. How did it all get started? Well, first off, the Hip Hop Reeducation Project is a community-based arts organization in New York. I co-founded it with uh, my partner in pedagogy, uh, Sam Sellers, a.k.a. Rabbi Darkside, who I was also oh, in a rap group with. Was that the third party? Yeah, well, that was the okay, third cool. party. Um, and, you know, a lot of it was like, you know, I've been a teacher since 99. I've been teaching. Um, and I've been blessed to be... I've, full-time teacher and then go into teaching arts where in New York, there is a, there is a job for artists to go into schools and bring their art. Mm. Right. Uh, nice. Which we'll talk about later because I, I've been talking to like Tito and, and to Richie and, and Bob Dwyer about, nice. well, if we could try to get some of this, these ideas here anyways. So, um, 
you know, I've been working for a lot of different nonprofits and, you know, it made sense for us to start our own organization to do the type of work we wanted to do. So in 2009, I was on tour with JLive uh, overseas. And the last stop on the tour for us, he, he left. He came back to the States. For the third party and I was in Alexanderplatz in Berlin. It's like an open area, you know. Damn. And I met this gentleman by the name of Olad, big ups to Olad Aiden, who ran this program called the Bronx Berlin Connection. And he would bring young people. He was bringing young people from Berlin to New York to study the culture. It's oh, dope, man. And I was like, yo, that's awesome. I was like, when are you coming? It's like, I hooked up a workshop. I hooked up a show. I was just like, I want to be down. So he comes, and then a couple of months later, he's like, yo, can we, do you think we can organize a group of young you know, New Yorkers like, yeah. to come out? And I was like, dude, I'll make it happen. So that year in 2010, September of 2010, I, I took eight, eight young New Yorkers to Berlin for 10 days. Damn. And you know, they like rock shows. Oh. They were in the studio. They did all the cultural sightseeing stuff. Oh. They met young people. And, you know, touring is awesome. And rocking large crowds is awesome. Okay. Don't get it wrong. Like, if I guess if I could do that, I would do that. Yeah. But it, do, bringing the young people there yeah. was a different type of high. And it was, it was, it was kind of like, yo, this is awesome. I was in grad school at the time, right? And I was Damn. doing kind of like an art-based degree. But when I came back, I was like, yo, this is where it's at. This youth exchange Sweet. program. No yeah. one's doing it. Fast forward many years, what I was finding was there was no foundation in New York for the work. And I was just part of this kind of collective, you know, movement. So I was like, you know what? We need our own organization. So we started Re-Ed officially in 2012. Um, We do, we work primarily with young people ages 18 to 24. All right. right. Like in schools, particularly in New York, there's a lot of services for young people 18 and younger. But as you know, in today's economy and yeah. day and age, if you're like 20 or 21, you don't have you're a job like and you're not in school, yeah. you're screwed. So we decided to focus on that population and we offer arts workshops, professional development workshops, you know, personal development workshops. Um, we still do work in schools, but now what we're getting to a point where it's like, you know, I can't do this like three day a week residency in a school. But now I have a 23 or 24 year old who's been with us for so long time for them to give back so now we're able to give them jobs oh yeah you know so it's kind of you know it's it's been this really organically developed youth organization but you know i would say in the past year you know we've put together a board of directors and it's becoming more and more official real fucking deal yeah now we've got budgets and we've got programming and you know what's the participation as far as the numbers uh how many people you got running i mean so it it ranges but we focus on us on like so I would say our core group membership who do a lot of the work is about ten. Okay. Right. But you know, we're in a school right now where we're working with two classes of thirty students. Damn. You know, and we're about to start an after school program in Harlem and that could have anywhere from twenty to thirty students. Wow. So like I mean that's if the I, real deal. Yeah, no, if, if if I could get to the play I mean, I want to keep it small on the core group end. Because I think that's how we can really, you know, I've got agents of change in my organization. It's like, you know, I've known some of these young people when they were in eighth grade and now they're 24. Yeah, and yeah. they're sick artists, amazing MCs, But they're also like, yo, I need to do this for the community. You know, I need to I need to think bigger than just trying to sell 100,000 records, which no one can do these days anyway. So, yeah. Fuck, know. man. That's dope. So you yeah. got some. Some bright kids in there, I'm sure. Yeah, well, no, man. And the, the young that, adults. That's just it. They're not even. They're not kids. Yeah, they're, and, they're already. You know, I, I'm a I'm a preacher of this term, pedagogy, critical pedagogy, which is the process of teaching and learning. Um, Paulo Freire uh, has this notion of critical pedagogy. There's lots of cats who talk about it, but he's the main dude. And uh, the idea being that you know teachers are also students. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. Right, and Absolutely. especially in hip hop and the cipher. Now you can have like OG b boy next to like an eight year old b boy, and they find space yeah. to work together. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. You know, okay. so a, a lot of the work that I do is like these are my collaborators. You know, like they're making beats, they're throwing me beats. You know, yeah. I just happen to have a little more experience and knowledge, yeah. and like, I mean, Maybe I have access to space and yeah. 
so I can hook them, yeah, hook them yeah. up a little bit more. Right, right, right. But uh, you know, eventually they're you know they're they're gonna yeah, have to be the ones I mean, who do who do that. So and then I mean exactly. So I mean yeah. they're when they get out of there, they're gonna be twenty four, twenty five, or whatever. Yeah, out of that program, and they're already gonna be full blown men. Yeah, so I mean they're gonna be. And having, women having their own resources, and women and women having their own resources, and then I mean that's you know you can trade and network off of that as well and build off of that, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Hey, well I heard you mentoring now J Live, man. Talk about that. You were on tour with them overseas. Yeah, yeah man. Can you get, tell us some stories there? What anything crazy happened out there, or just anything funny or wild, or how did it start to begin with? How did you get hooked up with that? You know, I. So just to rewind back sure, sure, before ahead. I get to J Live, absolutely. I up until two thousand and eight, I did not have a passport, mm. and I was doing this music thing, and I was like, "Yo, man, we're gonna make this happen. We'll make this happen." And finally, someone's like, "Yo, do you have a passport?" And I was like, <laughs> "No." And they're like, "You can't make it happen." <laughs> they're like, "You need to get a passport. You never know when things are about to pop off. You'll be limited." And I got a passport, and six months later, I was on my Damn. first tour. Um, and let's not get it twisted. It was a big investment and every, you know, yeah, for the fuck. first few tours were like investment. What I mean is we learned a lot by losing money, yeah. Oh, yeah. but it was about the experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now we don't, I mean, I don't lose money. You yeah. know, like I pay bills, I pay bills coming back. It's no rock star thing. So I would say the, when was it? We toured with them in 10, no, maybe 09. Um, we had rocked the show. So uh, Rabbi Darkside. Uh, and hired gun had mutual friends. One discat DJ. Let me interrupt you real quick. Yeah, those are fucking dope names, man. Yeah, the <laughs> hired dark side, the, hired, the hired gun, and Rabbi Darkside. <laughs> Not only are they dope names, they represent yeah. two of the dopest MCs out, outside of, outside of New York. I can help you to some some cats in the New York scene. Okay. Or like, please do, man. No, no, I will be in I will, touch. We'll be in I, touch. I will do that. Um, so uh, you know, like they, you know, hired gun knew DJ True Master, who was J Live's DJ. Uh, Rabbi had been building with J Live. I'm a huge fan of J Live. I'm, I'm a huge fan of J Live, but Rabbi was a huge fan of J Live, yeah. and I connected with him and had organized the show for for Justice um, in New York. And he came in, and we built. Uh, fast forward months, years later, um, Sam and I are well. The third party were organizing this tour. And we'd step to him on, you know, would he be interested in doing this get up stand up tour? Nice. And uh, so we we org we were like the driving the starting force, but then he became the driving force because you know it's like three cats from New York, which yeah. are nominally known. You know, they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's like, oh wait, J Live, yeah, okay, <laughs> we'll we'll book you guys. Okay, man. Um, so we booked him. Um, we weren't the third party weren't all together for initial shows. I, I I would think I was the only one to rock all the shows. So I was rocking some solo sets with him. I'll tell you what. First off, oh, I lost myself. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Um, first off, artistically, you can't fuck with Jay with Jay Rock, man. <laughs> like the dude holds it down on, on the MC tip. He's also interdisciplinary. Oh, yeah, on the DJ tip, yeah, DJ, on the yeah. production tip. You know, he does it both. At, yeah, he does it both at the same time, right? Um, but one thing I learned a lot from is just a hustle on the business tip, man. Like he makes, he makes his living on merch and yeah. you know, like, yeah, you get paid from the venues or from the promoters, but you know, when you're going overseas, merch is very important, you know? Um, so just steam hustle on that end was, was kind of inspiring to be like, oh, okay, that's how you do it. And yeah. how to be smart, even on packing. You know, it's like you yeah, know, being efficient. The, the first few tours we were on, we like you know carrying these huge bags, <laughs> oh, and it's like yeah. no man, you know, like you gotta be efficient. Yeah, you, know, you totally gotta be efficient. So you know, learned a lot from him seeing that. Um, the best show we ever rocked with him, uh, hip hop camp hmm. in the Czech Republic. Oh shit! Right, right outside of Prague, twenty five thousand. You know. Eastern European wow. like cats who love <laughs> hip hop. I mean, they love they it out there. They huh? live and die hip hop, and it's like a three day camping festival. And uh, it was just, it was an amazing experience. And I think, you know, it's not like a rock star thing, but to be able to be like, yeah, we want to go back to the hotel, and you know, of course, the shuttles take you back to the hotel, and there we are, you know, getting high and, and smoking and. Um, uh, freestyling yeah. with J Live in, in this like hotel room in the middle of the Czech Republic. And I'm thinking, 
I've made that's it. Fucking, you know, it's like that's insane. You know, man. it's like this is insane. Like that's I'm dope. I'm rapping with one of my my you know idols, your cat. I really look up to, and even better, we're in the middle of the Czech Republic. Yeah, <laughs> overseas, just finishing up a show. Yeah, twenty five thousand. Wow, maybe we didn't rock. We we, we rocked. We rocked maybe for five hundred people because it's one of those festivals. Oh, so they're just yeah, they're all where over they're the like they're place. like all tons of like yeah. it, it's an old air force different stages. It's an old air force base, right? Okay, okay, Russian okay. like Soviet Union air force base, and the hangers, the old yeah, plane okay, hangers yeah, 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 are where they're throwing the so the it's hangers like, is like the bigger stuff, and then you got the more like the, maybe the smaller stages outside something like that. Well, no, the hanger is more the smaller stage, oh, okay. and then they had this one huge Damn, stage. Okay, it's like that. Yeah, no, man, and and that that show, I mean that uh, that camp, Camp Low rocked. Uh, so method, and, method and Red pro- uh, rocked. Oh, okay, so it's, uh, it's, it's the real deal. Oh, yo, man. And was can, it straight can up? Someone tell me how, Oh yeah, yeah. Can okay. someone tell me like how, why, or not why, but La Coca Nostra, man, huge, huge out there, <laughs> huge in the Czech Republic. I would say bigger than like Method and Red, even. I believe it, man. Yeah, man. Many guys yeah, like yo, they they're going crazy over those. Cats. They like that uh, super, like that super not like the super rugged shit, but that's yeah. indie, yeah, yeah, that indie yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. the new shit that's kind of like not the newest, but that first wave of that indie shit that started like yeah. in the late 90s early 2000s yeah, yeah. and now they're fucking coming into their own and really just making yeah. a killing off and, of that and shit. i'll tell you what like just one passes. thing i've i've learned also so on on my tours is is the global hip-hop is my shit um because it's i mean it's happening all over the world and there are common links as to why it happens yeah you know Someone feels like they're marginalized. They, like, you know, <laughs> fuck the system, fuck the man. You know, have two records and keep playing those records back and forth and write raps. Although it starts there, then it becomes nah, nah. This is my culture, yeah. and like hip hop's their culture. But then no, Japanese culture is yeah. their culture, and they use hip hop or you know like Ooh, okay, okay. you know German culture is their culture, or maybe not. Like German's interesting because you have cats. So just as kind of an aside, you had cats like Advanced Chemistry in Germany who, when they were coming up, were felt marginalized by German society. So like they have one, one um, song in particular where, you know, the main in the video, the main image is their, their German passport. Hmm. And they're talking about how, yes, they're German. But now you have young cats who refute like young Turkish German cats mm. who refute the German. They're like, really? Oh, they're like, fuck the Germans. Like, you know, like <laughs> I'm Turkish. Damn. I know, you know what I mean? Shit. So yeah. it's like hip hop as global as it is, is extremely, extremely local. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. is about, it's about, you know, a cats here in El Paso rap about being, yeah. El, being, you know, all right, all from right. this, from the border being from here. Yeah, you know. So you've seen it all out there, though, huh? I've, Overseas, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, seen a lot some of things. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've definitely traveled a little bit, but I haven't, def- I haven't gone to all the places I want to go. And hopefully, it's hopefully, a, I will be able to do it's that. A, it's a big, it's a big globe, man. Yeah, you know, take some time there. But we'll, we'll talk about some other places that you have been, man. Anything that kind of sticks out? Any like highlights uh, as far as certain things, maybe overseas. You know, I've spent the the majority of my time in in, in Europe. You know, I've, I've I've rocked in in Great Britain, in like England, in Holland, Czech Republic, in France, in Germany. Wow. Um, I was in Poland last summer. That was a blessing. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Krakow was just a gorgeous. What a gorgeous was that one about? Uh, was it, uh, uh, I was out there for a show. Um, I hooked up with this one DJ, uh, DJ Chester, uh, in Poland. Uh, he hit me up online. He's like, yo, do you know any cats who want to come out here and rock? I was like, hey. Me. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I do, and I'll be out there. Uh, so, you know, they flew me from from Berlin to Poland. I stayed out there for four or five days. Nice. Uh, it was a blessing, too, because I got to take my wife. You know, like, Off for real? Okay. Yeah, it was the first time that she'd gone out overseas with me. I'd spent so much time over there. Nice. Um, but, yeah, man, you know, I, I'm, I'm one that all the – I've won uh, – Actually, this was supposed to be a song about life on the road. Time after time, all these castles explored. Cafes corrode into harmonious cacophony. Early morning taxis to hotels ain't no stopping me. Early morning pastries to fill my belly hurting. Early morning trains from Praha to Berlin. Early morning sunrises, the cipher's been set. Gotta catch a flight home, a somber moment starts to sit and the satin starts to get. 
in its clutches and mittens. Memories, the details, journal pages never written. Itinerary, momentary, everything in the past. Planetary particles, every breath until the last. Nice. Damn. See, he keeps on dropping them gems, man. He doesn't so, even tell me. <laughs> so, I mean, and I'm and, and, and like, as far as like, when you ask for like specific details, it's like, man, memories, details, journal pages never written. I was like, I go out there with a new journal. Oh, I'm going to write. I'm going to write. But I just have to. I'm so present. And all of a sudden, yeah. I'm back. I'm like, whoa. In the moment. And I think that's why photography, you know, if you want to know some moments, check out farbeyondphoto.com and you'll see some of the photos. I think that's why also photography has been very helpful there for me. Go, because guys. Pause and write the, the website down. And you know, I'm able to capture things that you know i i don't have the speed to capture let's say with words yeah yeah yeah, yeah i know? mean there's different that's that's the beauty of having different mediums and yeah, shit but... sweet man how about in the states man any kind of shows that stick out uh not, not necessarily your favorite but just something that may stick out just right off the top of your head uh, certain well, shows or uh, i'm gonna cities. tell you what i've been blessed to always get back to phoenix uh if you guys are ever in the uh mesa area you gotta check out the blunt club yeah no, uh, no doubt. yeah and those Dinner. cats those cats hold it down Phoenix, Tempe, um, all that. You know, New York. Uh, we spent a lot of time in New York rocking shows. We threw so me, the third party, and our our kind of like independent label, Sayward Entertainment. We threw a monthly party in New York from about two thousand and when was it two thousand and three to about oh seven. Hmm. Um, and we had Good some run. crazy acts rock with us. You know. Uh, we had the last poets who are kind of the forefathers oh, of this culture. You know, Never. we we were, it was a multi-elemental thing. So we had a bunch of DJs, you know, Rob Swift, uh, the executioners, you know, we had, uh, you know, lots of cats come through Pumpkinhead. We had a moral technique rock. What was us. the name of the monthly though? It's called fourth Fridays. Oh, okay. 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 It's called fourth Fridays at the Barry poetry club. Anyways, I always think of that because there is a homie of mine, ill spoken, Big ups to Ill-Spoken, who's actually on tour right now overseas. Nice. Um, he has a shirt that says, uh, my favorite MCs are my friends. Nice. And, it, you know, not for nothing, I think, uh, it, you know, when I moved to New York and I was rocking the rap thing, a lot of cats that I looked up to and appreciated, you know, that classic hip-hop boom-bap shit, like early 90s. Yeah. They ended up going overseas to make their living. You know, was you know, I think the Telecommunications Act came through in ninety five, ninety six, and that's when the radios play started just playing this commercial shit, mm. right? But those cats, you know, kept succeeding by, by going overseas. Yeah. So I rarely got a chance to see them in New York because they wouldn't play New York. I remember I was rocking a show in Germany in Berlin, an after party. And the show was this. This had to have been in maybe oh ten or eleven. It hmm. was Paris. It was J. Rude the Damager. Nice. The Beat Nuts, Lords of the Damn. Underground. A lot of golden era shit, right? And it was like sixteen hundred people sold out, nice. and people are mouthing their words. And I remember thinking to myself at the time, it's like that show in New York may get a hundred people. For real? Yeah. Now I'm exaggerating. Now, yeah. now, th- I mean, at the time, I thought that. Now, thinking about, it, I was like, I would get more, but still, no, but not like what you maybe, got. maybe not because, like, no, this, yeah, I feel you, man. You know, <laughs> I've thrown some shows. No, here. you know, you know those shows, man. And you, like you in New York, yeah, yeah. where there's so much going yeah. on, you know, and it's not like those cats are going to be in the streets, yeah. hustling and promoting the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? That uh, I feel you. You know, so we were throwing that monthly, and I learned a lot about what it meant to hold hold down. And so back to this, my favorite MCs are my friends. It's like the cats that I'm on the ground with, who I'm promoting with, who I'm rocking shows with. Those are the cats who are like really push me now. You know, um, I'm blessed to be down with this uh, event in New York. If you get to New York, you got to check out Freestyle Mondays mm. uh, every first Monday of the of the month. Uh, we're out in Brooklyn at Spike Hill, and it's. Uh, so it's a battle, but it's a off the head game show battle. So we have a wheel that oh, we spin that oh. has different topics. So let's say the topics like uh, current events. You know, it's like one of you is a Republican, one of you is a Democrat. Damn. So then the MCs have to battle each other, but they have to take on the persona of their character yeah. and still diss the other person and their character. Um, and this is all with a live band, Damn. you know, so live music. So I mean that's a that's a good good event that we we throw out there. Um it's a blessing. So you got to check that out if you're out in New York. Sweet, sweet. 
Let's talk about the music, man. Uh, you said how many albums you got? You said five. Yeah, yeah. Five. Okay, cool. Uh, do, do you have something that's coming out that just came out I, or just about I'm, to drop? I'm, I'm, well, next year I'm I'm working on it. Okay, been working slow. I was in grad school for five years. I did yeah. the extended plan. Oh shit. Sure. Um, so like I've got a lot of recorded music. Um, but now I just have to buckle down and actually get everything mixed. Yeah. And then, and now it's like, now I'm refining what that message is. You know, it's like, I could easily just put together all these tracks and put, throw it out, yeah. but I don't want to do that. I really want to, you know, have something that is substantial and has a message. Cool. Cool. So yeah. what, uh, what, um, what producers you working with? Um, a lot of cats from overseas is cat facts out of Berlin. Uh, I'm hoping to work with this cat Beeswax from London, who's also in Berlin. Uh, my homie Zajaza out of Lyon, France. Um, always Mr. Mayday, uh, from Connecticut. You know, uh, I don't, I'm not rocking with a lot of producers that cats may know, but I'm rocking some classic, yeah. classic beats. Oh yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Let me check this. Computer's being a little weird over here. Let me. Oh, it's all good, man. I think it's still recording. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Cool, man. Shit, Boy, man. I, mean, I let me hear some of your old classic beats. It seems like maybe we'll rock one of yours. I might, man. I might have to send you something, man. It's <laughs> a, my shit's like super. They're they're dope, but it's like just uh, just kind of like simple loops. Simple like loops. Yeah, but, yeah, I, but I would sample like yeah. shit that's not you know what I mean things that's not recognizable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to get. Uh, I mean, I would sample. I like to sample. Well, I don't know if I should say. I don't know, buddy. Stealing my fucking idea. <laughs> no, but I like to sample like theme music from like anime, but like, yeah, 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 like yeah, anime yeah. that's no, like I would buy the CDs back before the fucking internet and everything. Uh, buy the CDs of the soundtracks and theme music of different types of anime and I would load that up and chop that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but a lot of it's kind of just basic loops shit too. And yeah, shit like that, man. But yeah, super old shit. But yeah, yeah. I, might, I might send you some shit, man. Yeah, man. So what, uh, so what, do you have a name for the album or is that still too long away? You know, I've been working on this idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's called Organic Intellectual. Okay. Uh, the Organic Intellectual. I actually did a photo <clears throat> exhibition. Uh, my first photo exhibition it was a pretty big exhibition a couple of years ago called Organic Intellectual. Organic Intellectual was this idea by Antonio Gramsci, who was an Italian philosopher, uh, theorist. And it's about, so in academia, there's like academics who study to be a scholar, yeah, right. And in hip hop, there's a lot of hip hop scholars out there yeah. who are studying the culture, yeah, studying the as culture, like, like they're looking or... at the culture, yeah, they're observing the culture, as opposed to being in it, you know, as opposed to being in it and being from it, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, um, so the organic intellectual was this idea that like intellectuals, the organic intellectual comes from the culture comes from the community, comes from the ground up. And, you know, you're an organic intellectual. You know, I'm an organic intellectual. So while, and, and I was very adamant, while people in certain places are having conversations about the culture and making decisions for it, especially m decisions around money yeah. and where money's being invested, it's like we need to be at those tables. Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to be having those conversations. I agree, I agree. You know? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, well, talk about some of your other albums, man. Do you... Can you kind of, is there, where, where's, the, where's the best place for people to go and find your music? I'm yeah, on Bandcamp, F-A-R-B-E-O-N.Bandcamp.com. Spell the name for the people. Uh, it's uh, Farbeyond, F-A-R-B-E-O-N, that's F as in Frank, A-R-B as in boy, E-O-N.Bandcamp.com. So there you go, people on the Bandcamp, Far Beyond. Support some of his uh, his music there. Buy buy the whole catalog if you can, yeah, or no, no, no. you, you know if you're feeling out. it, check it out. Now check it out. Check uh, it out. And, so, and then the upcoming album, Organic Intellectual, yeah, organic maybe in about a what a year you said. Uh, you know what? I'm hoping to release it because you got a full plate before April, because I know I'll be okay, going back. So. I'll be going back overseas in okay, April okay. or May. So. That's gonna be here fucking faster than we know it, man. Yeah, fucking time flies, man. You know it, man. Okay, shit, man. Well. Okay, since we're coming up here close to an hour, let's go ahead and talk about a couple last things. Let's talk about the, the show you got coming up on Saturday in a little bit more detail, how you got the thing hooked up yeah, and everything, yeah, yeah. and maybe, uh, which again, it's it's at the Barbed barb Wire Open Mic Series, El Paso Hip Hop Heads, uh, at least the ones that kind of really, really, uh, you know, got their ear to the streets, they know what it is. Yeah. But, yeah. but, it, but, but well, go it's, ahead, it's an open mic series, you know, I definitely, I mean, I, I've, I've never had the, uh, the blessing of attending one, but I've... 
know, I follow the pastor scene on the Facebook tip, you know. Well, I'm, just to I'm not all... turn it up real quick, but just to let people know, he, uh, some kind of like the, the little side story, Fabian hit me up uh, asking to see if we were doing any events or anything around the time he was going to be here. Yeah. But unfortunately, I did not have anything going on. So I yeah. was like, yeah, I mean, still down to, still yeah. down to hang out build. or whatever. Yeah, even we before build. I, we had to build. Yeah. Man. But then I saw the flyer come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So, Fabian, well, that's, that's it, man. Like, I hit, I hit up you, I hit up Tito. <laughs> You know, I hit up Richard, and it's like you know, part of it is like I'm I'm here to visit my family. Uh, you know, I haven't I haven't seen my family in a while, and okay. uh, but you know, if I'm here, I might as well see if I can yeah. you know connect and do something. So I, I reached out to Rob, who was the last person I knew who was in charge of it, and he connected me with Richard. Nice, nice. And Richie completely hooked it up and said, "Yeah, man, you can get you know, rock up, thirty forty minute set." So I'm gonna be rocking. Uh, like a 30 40 minute set but actually i'm gonna be rocking two short sets we're gonna separate okay. it out the throughout the, and shit. yeah throughout right, the right, evening right. and throughout the other that's smart man. um i'll be rocking uh you know with my little beatbox looper and off apleton i'll be djing for myself using apleton <laughs> on my ipad ipad nice um doing some acapellas doing some raps yeah. um, i'll be there man no, oh, yeah, man, you should What's come. What's the place again? Black Pearl? Or what's no, it it's at the Black... Rock, oh, the, Rock House. Oh, downtown. Yeah, on Overland. 400 yeah. West Overland. Yeah, it's right there by the... Yeah. Up. So, yeah, Maybe no, it was, a, it was a blessing to to connect connect with Richie, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, one thing I want to throw out there, yeah. and for your listeners, for yourself. So, what I was planning on doing, and it just never came together, and I'm going to be back either in November. I'll definitely be back in Christmas, but in November. So... Back to this idea in New York, artists maintain a living by teaching or by doing community work. Yeah, and I'd asked, I've been asking around, whether well, is that happening here in El Paso? And and someone was like, well, you've got some like MCs who become teachers, but no one's really doing that. Yeah. So I, you know, my homie, another Richie, uh, is working with this cat Miguel, and they started this. Um, Borderland Art Center on Myrtle okay. downtown. It's a black box theater. They're really investing a lot of money. So he's like, yo, we have this space. You can use it. We'll have a sound system. So I was going to do a workshop for artists. And, you know, if you're interested, you know, hit me up, you know, far beyond at reeducate.org, R-E-E-D-U-C-A-T-E.org. Because what I'd like to do is come out here more and try to do some trainings. Yeah. You know, like try to organize cats who could see themselves doing youth work or, you know, community work with their art. Because I'll tell you what, not for nothing, it creates sustainability for me. Like I say, I'm not going to sell 100,000 records. But you know what? I don't have to sell 100,000 records. You know, I continue to make art and music about what I want to make. And because I'm invested in the community, the community invests back in me. Oh yeah, you know, and not for nothing. The reason we, I mean, the reason we do this is to communicate and communicate. We are communal beings, so we need to connect and and yeah, make the world a better place. <laughs> well, what does that look like? That looks like teaching a young person how to write a song. Oh yeah, and, you know, because that teaches discipline and that teaches commitment to a See, process. See that spot there. Man, I may have seen it or heard about it without even knowing it, but it doesn't even fully ring a bell. So it's telling me, in a sense, no disrespect to anybody, but maybe it's not also being kind of promoted uh, enough or pushed. I out agree there. with you wholeheartedly because uh, no I, when I reached out to him, no, no, I mean, feedback, I, you know, no, that's great feedback. And because when I said, "Yo, can you, um, where is it?" I'm mean, online, and I looked online. There was no website. Exactly. I was so. like, "Oh man, you guys kind of need a website <laughs> if you're gonna uh, put Facebook that on. page." You know, but I also know they're in the very uh, beginning. Okay, stages. so they're in the infancy. No, they're very okay, in the okay. beginning stages. And this is who though? Is it Richard still too, or who else? It's is another cat of okay. myself. This uh, Miguel Panetta, the Panetta oh, okay, family. Okay, okay, okay. They they purchased link up with them. Then. They've purchased. No, I, I mean, and that's what I want to do. Like many so ways, I find myself. I, f- I find myself also as a connector. So like, I want to yeah, connect you guys with these cats. Because, you know, they are really about, they have dreams of creating this, like, art center with studios and recording studios and rehearsal studios. So it's just a matter, like, you guys are on the ground level doing work in the hip-hop community and the the independent, the DIY independent music culture. You just got to connect that. 
but yeah, you know, if anyone's interested, hit me up. I'd like to continue this conversation with you guys. And no doubt, you know, because it part should be of, up and running by the time you come back out. Then. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like, uh, it gets back to this idea. It's like if you are an MC and you find yourself wanting to give up, or uh, you know, a producer wanting yourself to give up because, yeah, you know, wow, well, it's just not a realistic dream anymore. It's like, well, then <laughs> you're looking at the stars. You know, and you don't have to look at the stars. You have to look at the community around you ah, okay, and okay. see how you can use there your you art go, and your there creativity you go, to fix the community around what, you. My boy Far Beyond dropping gems on him here. <laughs> For the youth and yeah, everybody else, yeah, man. I yeah. mean, shit. Again, again, teacher and student, same time, man. Yeah, man. Same shit. I believe in that philosophy uh, fully, man. Well, fuck, man, shit. I know you've already been doing it. You've already been dropping fucking rhymes, but we're coming towards the end of the show, and then after kind of you're done, I go into my little... Spiel, but if you can drop one more, one more verse for us, man, about whatever, about whatever, another, another, another sixteen bars, or if you want to fucking do off the top, whatever you feel is your best, whatever feels it's gonna represent you the best, man. Yeah. Before man. we wrap it up here, we're coming up here on uh, close to an hour here. Huh. Let me see here. Let's see what we got. See what we got. But damn, you've already, All you've right. already blessed us a lot. No, yeah, no. I'm just trying to figure out what which one. What What's a good note to kind of end oh you found it you found it no i mean, i was just thinking i was like uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and so it's funny i'm so i'm preparing for this tour and when i go overseas often you you rock uh i rock instrumentals popular instrumentals that right. people are aware of because yeah, yeah if just they don't understand the words they understand the beat and yeah. uh so uh wait let me see if i can find this this track so <laughs> do you know do you know bobby Schmurda? I've heard of him, but uh, I, mean, I still have yet to hear any of the songs. Oh, uh, don't worry. Uh, you're not missing much. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I get the, yeah, I mean, judging by the people that do like it, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, you're not missing much. Um, but, but, the, but apparently the beat is popular because people, other people are doing, they're, they're, they're spinning their shit over it, right? Yeah. Well, is, is you know. like a hype type of beat, like up-tempo, obviously? Well, you know what? It was, I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure who the producer is, but it was actually originally used um, by uh, Banks. So was it already? It's been used, but then he purchased it. Oh, you know? okay. Anyways. Yeah, I, I know how it is. Uh, so, wait. Check, check. Yeah, check, check. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> so the, the chorus for it's going to be like, each one teach one. All these other cats are poses. Separate the ocean. Prophet of the people, this is bigger than the notion. Each one teach one. All these other cats are posers. Separate the ocean. Prophet of the people, this is bigger than the notion. Protect your neck like a body guard. Hard. Gotta get to betterment. We avant-garde, not underground. Off the chain, experimental. Occupation, actionary, up momentum. Bigger than the battle we war, potential to teach, we learn the sensei deferential, more curriculum, sequential, exponential, the essential. And when push comes to shove, we gotta move it forward. In the paint, in the lane, kick it out, taking aim, draining buckets like the rain, maintain culture, that's the name. And we cipher every day to maintain our own humility. For there's more than I learned from the teacher or the student, his ability. From the student, her facility, I'm the teacher, taught civility, I'm the artist, educator, I'm the agent of change. It's often been said those that can't do teach on the edge, on the range, on this beat, reaching each. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Great note. Great note to end on there. I was fucking sick, man. Thanks, fucking uh, you you come across and I and I've seen you perform before, I mean, when I met you it was, it was fucking long time ago. Last time, long, time ago. Yeah, you have kind of like that spoken word kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, you man. know what I'm saying? Which Yo, is, and I just I you know, Jesus, I want to thank you again, you know, for getting me on Sweet Jesus. No yeah, doubt. I've been a, a fan of you know eye to eye promotions. Oh, yeah, man. I haven't had a chance to check out your new endeavors. Yeah, but you know I'm going to be back in El Paso and I definitely want yeah, want to continue building. We've just with been you, man. mostly doing show promotion, man. As far as artists, we you know I do again my little thing on the side, but uh. we're mostly me and Tito uh, just doing shows on and off here and there, yeah. uh, and then a lot of it's uh, together, but a lot of it's kind of separate he does his yeah. thing i do my thing but it's all under the that banner you know I, I i'll tell you what man it's very important the work you guys are doing like when i talk about the community work you guys are doing it already yeah you know it's thank on you, the thank uh, you, man. you know you're doing it and that's you you are the driving force to bring the people together um it would be interesting when you i want to keep building with you because you guys got the night scene down hmm. 
It's like, let's see what we can do for like daytime yeah. and like get, you know, alternative venues, alternative spaces. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when like you really start seeing the culture transform and you got people like doing it, not necessarily, you know, for the fame. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're open to suggestions, man. Let's get some brainstorming like, going. Not on. <laughs> in it for the money, not in it for the fame, but my wallet and my ego are looking ready to blame. I'm the hater in the back, ready to take the stage on the come up in the alley, about to unleash the rage. Was here long before all these weakened warriors. You can name the spot. The chances that the posers fight to beat on top, simply a war of roses, while the real work is done by special forces. Check the dosage or consult a docent, an artist, active controlled substance potent, snorted up the noses of opposition, musical composition, rendition to rock and spit it. Sit committed and stand firm in the face of all these silly kids in the world. They be chasing the next big break and golden opportunity while there's still work to be done. Yeah. Another one, another one, people. And we're doing the work. We're doing <laughs> the work. Spoiling us. He's spoiling us. <laughs> no, thank you again, yeah, brother. I, I appreciate speaking it. Speaking of uh, the community outreach type stuff. I'm not involved necessarily. It's not hip hop related, but big shout out and uh, you know, uh, big ups to my boy Rob. He keeps me. He does. He probably doesn't want me saying it because he doesn't like a lot of any kind of uh, you know uh, credit or acknowledgement. But he does a lot of community outreach as far as uh, you know, school supplies drives for the nice. less fortunate, uh, turkey drives, gifts, and stuff like that uh, throughout the year. Uh, throughout the year, every year, and he involves me and allows me to come in and kind of do my throwing my two cents on the thing and do my little part. Yeah, and lately I've been kind of more, before I'd be a little hesitant and I would just do, you know, contribute either financially or whatever it was, school supplies or whatever. And I'm not patting myself on the back, but then on the side I'd ask certain people, just kind of throw it out there hey, if you guys can. But then lately I've been more trying to, I've been, you know, focusing on actual, on Facebook, hip hop uh, artists here locally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like say, hey, I'm tagging you on this shit for a reason. Let's get, let's yeah, show... Yeah, yeah. Do it, do it, do it just to do it, but do it, just be good for the good, uh, be good for goodness sake, but also let's show them that El Paso hip hop is also, also cares about the community. I'll tell you what, man, times are serious, man. And this work is needed. So big ups to you for, for doing that, man. So yeah, yeah. But again, it's under my buddy Rob here, but, uh, cool, man. Fuck yeah. So yeah, we got again, another, maybe another 10 minutes or so. Let me just, uh, give some thank yous. One of the things I want to do before we wrap up, we had a little event, like a hip hop night here, uh, you know, golden era indie hip hop night that I was trying to get back up and running. And no, no, don't know when the next one's going to be yet. But last Friday, I, I was calling it moment of truth. Kind of like a new thing I'm doing. So shout outs to all the people that came out. Uh, there was a little bit of a, a situation with the venue and I had to change it at the last minute. So I know I lost some people. Still a decent little turnout, but it could have been a little bit better. But for the ones that did come out, you know, big thank you and big shout out to y'all. Um, and anybody that helped me spread the word and promote it, you know who you are. Uh, big shout out to my buddy AS1 who spun the whole night and then beats nonstop. My uh, again, the other crew that I'm in as well for also uh, on the side of promoting, they also rent out badass audio visual shit. Yeah, so man. they they helped me out with the with the sound system there because the venue where I was supposed to do it initially, they already had their 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 shit there. But uh, since I had to move it, this other spot didn't have shit. So my buddies came through, my other crew beats nonstop. And again, shout Solving, out to my boy. Putting out fires. Uh, yes, <laughs> always, man, always, man. And uh, always juggling shit. So uh, in, in particular, my buddy Rick, Rick Santian, big shout out to him for coming through and help, helping me out there. And again, AS1, uh, my homegirl D, uh, Tito, uh, my homegirl Leslie helped out on the promotion tip online as well and spreading the word. Um, so again, all my Facebook friends there. So shout out to everybody there. Another just real quick shout out to my sponsor, Station Recreation. Again, uh, Station Recreation, Superior Smoke Shop, 1621 Appaloosa out there on Sunland Park in New Mexico, right? Uh, pretty close to the, the casino out there. Uh, again, if you, anything from e-cigs, vaporizers, all the different mods, the, uh, you know, glass pipes, the bubblers, uh, all the oil rigs, all, all that stuff, man. I got a good amount of uh, seedless clothing also as well out there. So hit them up. That's my one and only sponsor. If anybody else wants to sponsor me, hit me, hit me up. Another, another business that I also support, not necessarily a sponsor of this show, but I always shout them out, Sun City Tattoo Saragossa. That's pretty much where I've got most of my tattoos from. Uh, but again, friendly, uh, friendly staff there, friendly uh, dope-ass artist, got the skills, got the, the years of work behind it to prove it. Uh, my buddy Mike are out there. So, again, it's on Saragossa, the, the Saragossa location. 
that's the one I'm uh, pushing the most there uh, with my with my boy Mike because he's also helped me out and sponsored some of my shows and he's just a good friend of mine in general. So uh, again, big shout out to them. You can find us on SoundCloud, guys. If it's on your phone, you may have to download the app. Uh, if you want to get Stitcher.com, there's an app for that as well. We're on there as well. And if you use iTunes, I'm on iTunes as well. So you can find me on there. Give me a if you like what you hear, give me a preferably a five star rating. If you want to write a review, however you want to do it. But yeah, I'm pretty much everywhere on all the major podcast hosting yeah, sites. So again, big thank you guys. That's pretty much it. Any any final words far beyond? Oh man, just thank you again. We'll definitely be pushing this out in New York. Oh yeah. Uh, like I said, you're always welcome. We have a place to stay out there. Right. Anyone looking to find me more, you can check me out at farbeyond.com. F-A-R-B-E-O-N.com. Check out the Hip Hop Reeducation Project. That's reeducate.org. R-E-E-D-U-C-A-T-E dot org. Uh, farbeyond.bandcamp.com. And of course, uh, farbeyondphoto.com. Yeah, I'm gonna, so. I need to check that one out. Well, thank you, man. I had thank a blast. You. Fucking wish it was dope. No doubt, man. We'll do it again next time you come back out. Say November, right? Yeah, yeah. November, December. We'll okay, see. okay, cool, cool, cool. Shit, we'll do it again. We'll, we'll plan it out. And, and yeah, uh, sometimes I, because when you were asking me about a, a gig, you know, sometimes I even forget that I do a podcast. <laughs> I'm such a space cadet. Yeah, I could have easily said, I don't have a gig, but I got a podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, no, we worked, <laughs> but we worked it out, man. Yeah, we, we, we made it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Again, keep supporting. Uh, if you like what you hear, spread the word and share it with somebody else. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, guys. Peace. Peace.